With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, the Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It's great to be with you today. I'm joined by my good friend, as well as my colleague from the Spun.com, the one and only, the great Matt Halatic. Matt, how are you today? Hondo, I'm doing great. Always good to start uh, another week off uh, with you and get ready for training camp. We are two weeks into training camp, and obviously you're watching training camp from a national perspective because the Spun is a national site. I'm here every day on campus at the Raiders headquarters, and I want to talk some strategery. I want to get your input and some analysis. So first of all, uh, this week was pads, and Josh McDaniels had the team come out, and they're hitting and going to the ground, super physical. Now, you and I both know we've been doing this a long time. In fact, last week we talked about things you want to make sure you avoid in camp, and one of them is guys going to the ground and taking a chance at injuries. But they understood this team was not physical enough last year on either side of the ball, and especially on defense where tackling was not great. They wanted to send the message early. They came through it with really no scratches. I think it was a risk, but I think it was a good risk that Josh McDaniels needed to take. They needed physicality on this team, and he sent the message day one. Your thoughts? was a strategic risk, you know, it's a calculated risk, so to speak, because 
when you look at it, like, again, we did speak last week about how they don't do as much on the field. Josh McDaniels likes to do a lot of his teaching, instruction in classrooms, kind of keep guys physically preserved and keep their bodies right and, and fresh. Um, but at the same time, you can't go too far in that direction because the essence of football is about being on the field. The essence of football is about hitting. So you have to do some hitting. You have to do some type, bring some type of physicality, like you said. And I think that the way that he approached it, for me as an outsider, um, reading about it and you talking about it, it seems like it was a way to almost kind of shock the system, so to speak, to really get his players engaged and locked in to kind of say, okay, this is the mentality we need to have. And I'm going to give you guys, you know, time to rest your bodies. I'm going to give you guys time to do work away from the field to help you prepare. But we have to take care of number one first. We have to get down to business. Uh, and the most important thing is hitting. And again, like you said, there's always an enhanced risk of injury. There's a risk of injury every day in training camp, but that, Full contact, wrapping guys up, bringing it to the ground, enhances that. But sometimes it's something you have to take. It's a necessary evil, um, so to speak. Or it's the it's like the vegetables. You have to eat your vegetables. You have to kind of get that down and, and and do that before you can get ready for the season. And I'm going to tell you, Matt, you made a comment a minute ago about you know them being more physical. It was game physical, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I've never seen that early in camp ever. And usually when you see it, it's in preseason games. It was it was phenomenal. And but I'm gonna tell you why I liked it. Because you saw wide receivers engaging downfield in, in ferocious blocks. You saw, I mean, it was just to me, it was Josh sending a message that needed to be sent. You know, I'm I'm gonna write more about this later, but After the New Orleans game last year when the team was terrible, the offense was terrible, there wasn't one player from coach to water boy that had a good day. It was an embarrassing loss. They knew, okay, on a day when our offense wasn't there, we couldn't get anything from our defense to spark us to get anything. They knew, all right, we've got to get more playmakers and we got to get more physical. And, And I just thought it was interesting to watch Again, I thought it was a risk, but I thought it was a it was a legitimate risk. Okay, moving on to the next strategery thing we want to talk about. I said before the year that they were going that that Jimmy uh, Garoppolo was going to be fine and ready for training camp. The biggest question was him was if he could go seventeen games, not if he could be there at the beginning. <clears throat> They've been very careful with him, letting him work himself. I mean, remember he played a lot last year; he was injured. And then just letting them get healthy, which I think is really, really smart. They've had scheduled off days. Now, a lot of fans don't like it. A lot of fans are like, why have a quarterback if you have to schedule an off day? I get all of those arguments. But the Raiders are going to do nothing winning the preseason and losing Jimmy Garoppolo in week one or two. He's got to be there for 17. Again, I don't have an issue with them being conservative and how they're bringing them back, scheduling day offs. Your thoughts? Well, we also spoke last week about their approach to preseason games and if you would let him take snaps and, and run the offense in a game setting. And I, I said I think that's a, a risk that probably doesn't out, outweigh the rewards. 
Um, and I think this goes hand in hand with it. You have to manage your most important asset. And he is as the quarterback. He's not the best player, but he's their most important, most critical player on the roster. Because like you said, if he stays healthy, they got a chance to, to be a factor in a playoff race and to maybe surprise some people. If he's not out there for much, most of the season, you know, it's going to be another year like last year because, I, you know, Aiden O'Connell's not ready and Brian Hoyer is a definitely a capable vet and a backup, but he's not the guy that you want out there starting on a week-to-week basis. You'd rather Jimmy G. So I think you have to do, with that in mind, you have to kind of keep him fresh, monitor him, make sure that he is doing what he needs to do so that he's ready to be your starter week one and he has a better chance of being your starter throughout the season going to week eight, through week 18. All right, so let's go to Tyree Wilson now. Here is a guy that was universally lauded coming into the draft. Um, There were multiple people on NFL Network that said they thought he would be the best player in the draft um, when this class was done and flushed out and careers were over. They're being extremely cautious with him. Um, He's he's up, he's he's working out. I mean, I've been told several times, looks fantastic, looks great. They are just tapping the brakes. They understand if we get him back to start the season, we don't need him to start anyways. Put him out there in some pass rush situations. Let him, you know, get his get into game shape or whatever. But we want him for 10 years, not for 10 weeks. And your thoughts on how they're handling Tyree. Again, I have no argument. I, I, I support the strategery. Well, we came in uh, to the draft, and the reason why he might have been knocked uh, or was knocked by some largely was health issues. You know, he had some injury problems, and, you you know, people talked about he, need, he was a little raw and needed more development, but it was also that he hadn't always stayed healthy. So I think when you are having him now not fully healthy entering training camp, you're better off bringing him along slowly, taking – you know, taking your time so that he can potentially be ready to start the year. I think you made an important point that he's not going and probably was never going to be, you know, the week one, week one starter playing 70, 75% of the reps. That wasn't what he was going to do. They were always going to work him in strategically and, and find situations for him. And hopefully if he's playing well and he's healthy, his role will grow throughout the year. So I think the goal is, Get him where he's on the active roster, ready to play uh, in week one. And he can assist in pass rush situations. I don't know. You would know better than me if they would plan to use him on some special teams. But use him as a role player uh, and and get him up to speed there. And then hope, you know, after a few weeks that his health is still there. And then you can start to turn him loose a little bit, give him more responsibilities on game day. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Okay, I want to get to a guy, and Neil Farrell. Now, mm-hmm. him and Matthew Butler were rookie defensive tackles last year that we've talked about a lot. These are guys that there were portions of the season where they just didn't even dress. Raiders are like, listen, we'll pay you, but we we, we don't need you. They worked hard this offseason, but their jobs were clearly in jeopardy. Now, I thought they would both make the roster, Um. But Neil Farrell hasn't been out there yet. And you're seeing guys like Adam Butler, who is a defensive tackle that's making some plays. John Jenkins is making plays. 
Now Byron Young is back from the pup list. He's back. He started practicing on Sunday. Um, this isn't really strategery, but this could be a situation where I don't think Neil's faking an injury. I'm not saying that, so please don't hear that. I'm not questioning his toughness. But the best ability is availability, and it's guys making hay. Hey, Neil's not here. We're going to go out and make plays. And I'm not ready to say yet he's not making the roster, but I am ready to say his job's in jeopardy. And it amazes me how availability in the NFL is huge, is it not? It is, especially in a game of attrition. Football's a game of attrition. There's, you know, nobody is fully healthy by the end of the season. Everybody's got bumps and bruises and nicks. And it's really just about who can kind of sustain that more and which teams don't um, suffer major injuries or a rash of injuries. So, and it also, this situation kind of highlights the different, um, you know, strat stratification of a roster, you know, in terms of who is on what levels of hierarchy. Jimmy Garoppolo has had injury issues, but he's a starting quarterback. So right. you're now kind of protecting him because you know what your what his role is going to be. You know you're going to count on him. Tyree Wilson is a guy who has not to play the snap in the NFL, but he's first round top ten pick. So you know you want him to have a future with this team. So you have to protect that future by kind of breaking him easy. Both those guys are going to be on the roster, even if Tyree Wilson doesn't come back full strength in training camp. He's going to be on the 53-man roster. But for a guy like Neil Farrell, who's a fringe guy, who's kind of needs to show what he can do in order to not just make the roster but carve out a role if on the roster, missing time is like the worst thing you can do. And you don't want a guy going out there if he's not fully healthy and hurting himself more and, and you know doing things like that. But it is a situation where those type of players have to have it in the back of their minds like, if I want to make this roster, if I want to stick around this organization, I have to get back out there because my job is not as safe as some other guys are who can afford to kind of rehab and afford to use August as a time to get their their bodies right for September because September might not be here if I'm not competing in August. Yeah, I agree with you. Next, I want to talk about Dave Ziegler, and I'm going to be writing more about this at length Uh coming up but this guy went out there's competition at every position on this roster arguably the Raiders may have the deepest wide receiver core let's just take a second and look at that that's just one example Devontae Adams the best receiver in the NFL Jacoby Myers a number one playing number two Hunter Renfro an all pro Trey Tucker Philip Dorsett DeAndre Carter I mean I always get it, it, I have people that laugh every time I say it. That's why I say arguably the deepest wide receiver core. Okay, if they keep five receivers like last year, they're going to cut somebody that's going to go play somewhere immediately. Then if they're able, if they keep six, they got to take somewhere, someone off somewhere else. I mean, Dave Ziegler went out. There are tons of corners on this. And we're going to talk about the defensive backfield. There's tons of safeties. There's, there's a bunch of defensive linemen, bunch of offensive linemen. I know that it's up to Josh McDaniels to now take the groceries and make dinner. But Dave Ziegler has done a tremendous job of drafting well and then going out and bringing in what we've seen a lot in New England, 
the middle tier free agents, <clears throat> the role players being cap savvy, not overspending and getting a roster full of talent. I mean, I think that he deserves some credit with all of the discredit that people give the Raiders. Ziegler deserves a lot of credit for building a roster with a ton of competition. Your thoughts? Well, that's like I said before, if you can't, there's the two ways to upgrade a roster, um, obviously, is to get blue chip talent at major positions, as many positions as possible. But if you can't do that, and it's not always easy to do that if you're not in a position to draft or spend for guys or trade for them too, um, you're better off get, bringing in as much competition as possible so that you have as many different guys and different skill sets that you can work with um, at a given position group. You know, this way that, all right, maybe we don't have a stud at, I'm, I'm not judging the linebackers, I'm just throwing out a position group, the first one that came to mind. Maybe we don't have an all-pro guy at linebacker, but we have a couple of guys that we trust, and then behind them we have some young guys or some even some veterans that we know what they're capable of. They can play or play different roles. We can utilize their skill sets the best we can to help the team. Um, you know, if you're trying, sometimes the best way to improve a position group, like I said, is to draw is to throw as many bodies at it as possible and see how it shakes out because that gives you as many options to uh, you know to build up that group. You know, you don't you don't just go out and sign one stud cornerback, but you sign a few solid guys and you draft a couple of guys and you bring in some street free agents and you know you you have competition there i think that's what we've seen a lot of teams do um i think out here in the new york area that's sort of what uh, the giants did last year and have continued to do this year as they try to improve their roster is bring in as much competition as possible bring in as many different bodies and skill sets and and options as possible and i think that's what dave ziegler the strategy he's going for all right two more things i want to talk to you about uh the next is <clears throat> the raiders knew their defense lacked toughness now i want to make sure this is really clear i really like denzel perriman he's a he was a game changer at middle linebacker uh, great guy but he just could not stay healthy. And so they go out and they get a Robert Spillane. The last six games of the 2022 season for Pittsburgh, he played every down on defense as a starting middle linebacker for Pittsburgh and every single down on special teams. Tough. He is tough as nails. Now, in fairness, going back to his time at Western Michigan, I covered him there as well. So I knew what the coaches felt about him there. They were, I mean, he was one of those guys, you know, don't break glass unless it's time of war. You had to take him out of, you know, scrimmages because he'd hurt his own team, not because he was a jerk, just because he played with such intensity. Then they go get a Marcus Peters, who is a game changer because they knew they had to get some turnovers and some sudden changes. But even bigger than Peters, they're going out and they got a Marcus Epps. This is one of the top safeties statistically in all the NFL. Philadelphia did not want to lose him. They just, just like Spillane in Pittsburgh, they couldn't make it work under the cap. And every time I say that about Spillane, people go mention, yeah, but look at they paid more than he's getting paid by the Raiders for his backup, well, I mean, for his replacement. Yeah, that's because they had lost a couple other guys and they had the money. 
but it, irrelevant. The point is, is they went out and got playmakers at every level, guys who match Max Crosby's intensity and Robert Spillane and Marcus Epps. And so all three levels of the Raiders defense now has those game changers. You know, uh, uh, Meek Robertson had an interception last week in practice, and no one's going to give him credit, but Marcus Epps put him in position to get it. The, they, they picked off Jimmy Garoppolo seven times, seven times on Friday and Saturday, and several of those were because of Marcus Epps getting guys in the right position or Robert Spillane moving some linebackers to force guys to take a deeper route. My, my point is, is that toughness is the name of the game on Raider defense this year, and it's been a long time. I think they needed it, and I think it's, 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 we've already seen it pay off in camp, but I think it's going to make the Raiders even better. Your thought on that commitment to toughness by Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels? Well, that t- kind of toughness, that reliability, that accountability, that's what you're always looking for uh, on your roster. I think especially it translates to the defensive side of the ball where you have to be tone setters. And, you know, the Raiders defense has been their, their issue all last year. And, you know, that was the, the main thing that they had to fix. And, you know, I feel like it's been a while since the Raiders have had that kind of nasty, mean, tough defense all around. They've had some players that exemplify that, of course, but they haven't had that kind of commitment as a unit. Um, it'll be interesting to see if that translates on the field come this fall, because, you know, that will be a a major step up for them. Now, of course, it's not all about that. You have to be able to, to get stops. You have to be able to, you're competing against in a division with two of the best five or six quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Mahomes the best in all. Depends on where you rate Herbert, I think. Uh, and Russell Wilson, who should – I mean, it'd be hard for him to play worse than last year. I think the Broncos will be better with Sean Payton. So it's easier said than done to play well defensively against those units. Yeah. But I think that kind of toughness and that experience and that reliability does go a long way to, to helping that happen. All right. Last thing I want to talk to you about today, we're talking strategy in the preseason is they have two sets of joint practices. Now, you know, it's not uncommon to hear a one. It's, it is uncommon to hear two. I'm not saying it isn't done, but it's not done the most. The 49ers are in town this week, and then we go to L.A. next week, and where they're going to be in competition with the Rams. To me, these are the most vital part of training camp. I'm going to give you some examples. So you know what? You can see where maybe some of those interceptions are where some defensive backs were able to jump routes because they knew what was coming. Now you're going to get a whole new look against people who don't know your route tree, who don't know your playbook, who don't know your sets, and it's going to be controlled. So Jimmy's going to be in there. It's going to be tough. And you're going to see a lot more this week. To me, as good as the first two weeks of camp have been for the Raiders, these next two weeks are really what is going to shape the season. We're really going to learn a lot more. I'm not minimizing the first two weeks, but in comparison, there is none with these next two weeks. I think that you go out there, I think you give all your guys, you do all of your work, the banging, the pounding, but then you turn around and I don't want to see Jimmy in the preseason, there's several players. I don't want to see Colton Miller in the preseason. As long as I'm seeing 
success in the joint practices, which are live, you know, which when those reps are live, I, that to me is what means it. You just avoid injury. Your thoughts. I think you hit how you closed out those comments is the most important thing. I think you hit on it perfectly. It's a chance to evaluate your team and evaluate players individually and collectively in a more controlled setting than the preseason game. I think it's more critical for your seeing become more critical for teams around the NFL in recent years than preseason games. Because when you look at it, you know, the, the first, there's only three preseason games. First preseason game, it seems like custom for almost everybody is almost no one that's, you know, a projected starter or a key player plays. You know, it, it's just the way it is. Second game, you might see some more guys get a little bit of work in. In the third game, which used to be treated almost as, you know, a, a legit game, at least for a half. Now, mm -hmm. teams are kind of backing off of it because there's no extra fourth game. So I think when you take that into account, the joint practices become paramount. You need to see how guys play against live reps, against legit competition, but it also gives you a chance to – you never can eliminate the injury risk. But you can minimize it a little. You can at least control the situation and know what you're getting yourself into. Um, I, I think they're, they're critical. I think they're maybe the most important part of the training camp schedule – in the modern NFL, I think it are these joint practice sessions. And I think it's critical. It's great for the Raiders that you're getting a chance to go against a group that was in the NFC championship game last year in, in the Niners. And then you're getting the Rams who won the Super Bowl two years ago. And obviously the roster looks a, a good big different, but they still have some of those players. So, I mean, you know, we'll, uh, We'll see. I, I am, you know, and really interested to see what your observations will be and, and what comes out. I'm going to tell you this, Matt. If guys aren't looking good in the joint practices, then I think you play them in a preseason game. But I think you let your stars know, listen, Devontae, you're not touching the field in preseason. Nowhere near it. Colton Miller, you're not going anywhere near the field. Jimmy Garoppolo, because we're going to use you in these joint practices but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch all right next week man we have a lot to discuss we're going to have a, you know the week that was the the san francisco 49ers we're going to be able to talk a lot about joint practices some young guys that we've seen em emerge in the preseason i can't wait it's always great to talk to you every week man always a pleasure all right you're the best he is matt halatic from the spun.com i'm hondo carpenter from sports illustrated's uh, Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks, everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.